The Koi Gig Pod on OTB Sports. They're incredible. I mean, it's just not usually in awe of teams that much, but I just can't help being in awe of Barcelona Femini. Like, they're just incredible. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Off the ball daily. Welcome along. We have a cracking lineup on the show this evening. We are bringing the A team, Philippe Claire, with us this hour. As already, France against England next Saturday night cries out to us. Champions Cup weekend also coming up. Rory O'Connor will be on Monday Night Rugby after eight. Football show then. Pat Nevin with us from nine from Doha, and then Tim Vickery nine thirty with his take on Brazil against South Korea, which has just kicked off nil all after four minutes. 53106, the text number. We are at Off The Ball on Twitter. Anne-Marie Donnellan here in studio. Good evening. Hello. Hi, Joe. And Michael McCarthy. Hello to you. Hello, folks. Spare a thought for Pearl Maddie Cash. Pearl Maddie Cash versus Kylian Mbappe. It was always likely to go one way and it did indeed go that way. He spoke afterwards to the media, Matt Cash. And yeah. he wasn't even disappointed, akin to the Australian players getting photos with Messi. Matty Cash understood he had hit a certain level and he shouldn't feel too badly about things. <laughs> uh, he did, though, give a brilliant insight into what it's like to play against His legs Gillian were burning. Mbappe. That part I thought was fine. OK. What did that tell you? I was like, I didn't know what that meant, really. He was tired. Is that what you read into that? As in, like, there was nothing left in them. Yeah. I thought what he um, summed up brilliantly was, so he's there, he's with Mbappe and he was saying, you know, I have two choices. I can get really tight to him and try and stop him getting the ball yeah. or I can drop off. So he said, I didn't know whether to drop off or to go tight to him. Whenever I went tight, straight away he would spin in behind. And so then your alternative is, okay, okay, well, I'll give myself a few yards, have the ball, take mm. it. And he said, when he gets the ball, so obviously he's super quick regardless and if he gets any kind of momentum, you're in trouble. But um, Cash talked about something that we've seen Mbappe do and he brings it to life really well. So he said, he gets the ball, he stops, then you have to stop. And he said, then when he goes, quote Matt Cash here, he's the quickest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, he's got such a head start on you. Yeah. You can't do anything Yeah, you can't do anything. Yeah. And that is... I mean, it's not um, akin to Messi now making do with no pace and no real brains, speed. Brains, brains and football and skill. Yeah, that's now, uh, this will not be something that Mbappe will be able to do in 15 years' time. I was thinking about this all the way through the match. He can do all the other stuff too. Sorry, I just meant to drop because I, I was the same thing. I was thinking, how do you stop this guy? Well, he's got to run out of pace. Yeah. yeah. Eventually he will and he'll have to do yeah. other things. But that move where he stops and then you have to stop. Mm. And then you have to wait for him to go because obviously whoever's in possession has control of the situation. You can't stop him then. Yeah. And so Matty Cash is walking off going, listen, um, it was tough. What, yeah. what am I meant to do? And am I the only person who thinks Matty Cash played well? You and Matty Cash seem to think he I, did I well. thought he did okay. He, he threw himself to the ground one time. He was, and like, but he really shut up. But they got away with that. Yeah. But I don't know about the goals and stuff like that. I mean, Mbappe was unplayable, I thought, at times. I thought Poland in general played well. They were a completely different team than what we've seen in the rest of the tournament so far. Well, that's true. And yeah, I thought Cash did okay. Cash had an interesting World Cup though because after they uh, after they surrendered to a two 0 defeat and held on for dear life against Argentina, he uh, apparently he sent Emmy Martinez, his club teammate, into the dressing room, and he came out with a plastic bag with. Uh, Leo Messi's jersey in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Matty Cash will remember his Leo Messi, Kylian Mbappe World Cup for the team that he made his debut for last November. To Anne Marie's point about his legs burning, 
he was saying that laughing. I didn't hear the interview. I read about it. He was asked because he had talked about he'd spent the day watching Mbappe videos in bed. Mm hmm. Try and get ready, yeah, I suppose. To psych himself up. And I said, what was the difference? He said, in real life, he's burning my legs. That's the difference. Uh, when he stands you up and moves, he does it really well. So there's not much you can do. I guess you need help. A 1v1 situation is just not going to end well for you and Kylian Mbappe. It will end well for Kylian Mbappe. It won't end well for you. Brazil have just scored seven minutes ago. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Who got it? It is looking like Vinicius, Vinicius Jr., I would yeah. think, based on the high fives. Yeah, it is. Eight minutes gone, Brazil yeah. won, South Korea nil, or Korea Republic. It's been a big World Cup <laughs> for Korea Republic. So, so it is Vinicius. Uh, South Korea, um, I think, is what we are generally calling them. Sorry, we're slowing the replay here. Brazil are doing one of their several pre-planned celebrations. They made much... Uh, of this pre-tournament. Oh, here we go. There's part two of it. Oh, there's oh a we're getting a dance. On. Oh, it's a full like Macarena style dance. Full on dance. Full on. Um, uh, Neymar has a new haircut, which I think is probably the headline from this game so Important. far. It is uh, bleach blonde. Uh, still got the black beard, of course. But uh, yeah, what a start for Brazil. Yeah, it looks like Rafinha initially does quite well. Turns the player inside out. We're still not, we still haven't seen the goal, but we'll get it eventually. So it's down the right hand side. And it looks like it's Rafinha, right hand side, gets it, squares it low, goes through a bunch of bodies, comes to Vinicius back post. And it's a really clever finish, really cultivated. He had lots of bodies in front of him. So he just calmly stroked it with a bit of height into the far corner and managed to dodge everyone. So it's a really nice finish. Brazil 1-0 up is where we are after eight minutes. The other side of the coin with the Mbappe thing, just uh -huh. to go back to it for a second. So Mbappe, I thought, cashed it OK, but he was in an unplayable situation. Kyle Walker, the BBC, yeah. before... The Senegal game, we're talking about whether England should drop Kyle Walker for this game to save him for Mbappe, which had a slight air of arrogance to it. People were giving out about it. But also, Kyle Walker didn't have the easiest time against Saar, I would say, last night. And especially in the first half when there was a, it was a real game. No, it was a, a guy coming back from injury performance. Exactly, yeah. And you're thinking, right, OK, I don't know if Kyle Walker is a massive step up on Matty Cash in his current form. He is in... Re in Overall, I'm not comparing the two as footballers, but I think in current form, I would say he's going to have a bit of trouble unless, unless they decide to go Three with Trippier and Walker. Yeah, yeah some talk of that. Because there's a clip of Walker from a few months ago being interviewed on Five Live talking about playing against Mbappe for City. And kind of infamously, he, when Mbappe got the ball, he showed him the line in quite a dramatic, playful way, as if to say, if you want to go for a sprint here, let's do it. Mm. and Mbappe came inside and gave a square pass and didn't and Walker was laughing about it saying yeah I just I, I did it because I wanted to prove to myself I could take him on and prove to him I could match him for speed now what would have happened if Mbappe had knocked the ball down the line and they'd gone for it I'm not quite sure but uh, Walker it seems incredibly confident in his speed he thinks he's the fastest player in world football yeah I've heard that yeah, yeah. which is Incredible. It's a good thing to I mean, it's a good thing yeah. to, to to think, I suppose, but he may be in for a rude awakening. I just think that we've never seen Kylian Mbappe play like he is at the moment. No. Like um, if that matchup goes wrong, that's that game over. Yeah. Like if you consider England in the first half an hour of their game last night, Mbappe would have absolutely ripped them to shreds. He would have taken all those chances that Senegal didn't take. And it just feels like that's what England's World Cup could come down to Kyle Walker's performance. Yeah. He has five days now. Yeah, a long time to wait for this game. It's not until Saturday. I know. 
It's, did, I, I tweeted this yesterday, but I, I actually think it's incredibly unfair. I've never seen this before. England will have played their last group game, the last 16 game and the quarterfinals going Tuesday, uh, Sunday, Saturday. Brazil, if they were to win tonight, which it looks like they will, will play Friday, Monday, Friday in that time. Mm. They're actually playing earlier. And even then, if they get to the semi-final, they'll play the day before England. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's actually, I just think that's amazing. Like England are basically playing one day a week at the moment. They're playing every six days. Mm. That's an incredible advantage, I think. Big time. South Korea manager raised this in his press conference before this game, how it's so unfair. And obviously Brazil's side is so stacked, it won't make as big a difference for them. I think it's nine changes from Friday. Right. So, but obviously South Korea's squad doesn't have half the depth in it. And he did raise this. Well, it's going from bad to worse. Yeah. Brazil have a penalty. Neymar's about to take it. 12 minutes gone. Brazil already 1-0 up. So already it's looking like a long way back for Korea Republic. If yeah. they, <laughs> <see>. <laughs> I'll just go every second one, I think. Uh, yeah, it looks like this. The, my complaint about Brazil's hard uh, hardship yeah. won't be too founded if they can just pass the ball around in, and play basically for 80 minutes tonight. Do we know who South Korea's keeper is? No. Nope. <laughs> There's a hospital <laughs> I, I didn't ask it in a mean way. Just genuinely, wow. do we know where he domestically plays? Kim no. sung Giyu. I don't. But I couldn't tell you anything about him. This could be his moment. He's about to arrive on the world stage. Yes, indeed. We'll all Deny know Neymar. After this. So 12 minutes gone. Neymar's taking his time. He's almost ready to go with the penalty. Plays in Saudi Arabia for oh. Al Shalab. So there you go. <laughs> feel a bit more okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Is Al Shalab where Ronaldo's going? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Who knows? You're asking us so many questions here that we don't know the answer to. This is not great radio to be <laughs> in it with you. We don't know the answers to any of these questions. Okay, come on, take this. Here, here goes. goes Neymar. Trot, trot, trot. Slows it right down. Oh, oh man. Um, he rolls that ball that into the net. Cheeky. Slowly as is humanly possible. That was a very confident penalty. That game's over. We can relax tonight a little bit now. What celebration have they got now? <laughs> so this is the, they start every celebration with this, which is the everybody in a circle jumping up and down. It's your standard nightclub 2am job at this point. And oh yeah. I, what I, song has come on? The Killers. Say. Mr. Maybe this time of year, Fairytale <laughs> New York. Yeah, maybe. Surely, yeah. So that's Neymar. Seven goals in 12 World Cup matches now, which is a pretty impressive record, to be fair. Given we're raving about Mbappe's 9-11. 7 and 12 oh, isn't bad. Paymer. Paymer. Ah, uh, they went to a replay just as they started part two of the celebration. This is the problem here. You've got to get into the rhythm of this with Brazil. Right, we should kick on and start the news round. We are 2 nil up for Brazil. The news round, as ever, is with thanks to our friends at Gillette. Anne-Marie, you're starting with the earlier game today. Lots of drama. Yeah, so the winner of this Brazil and South Korea game that Brazil already lead two goals to nil will face Croatia next. That's after they booked their place in the quarterfinals with a 3-1 win over Japan on penalties. That game finished up one all after extra time. Terrible yeah, penalty it, was, uh, it wasn't the greatest penalty shootout from Japan. With about, I'd say, 75-80 minutes in the clock, both teams decided, well, I don't want to be the player to make a mistake. And so it, it, it petered out a touch and then Japan missed the first penalty, missed the second penalty and it became pretty inevitable after that. The penalties were poor as well. Yeah. Did you like Lewandowski's penalty? Uh, I didn't the first time, but I liked the fact he backed himself to do the same thing the second time. It's funny, Rory, it made it kind of cool. Rory O'Connor was in earlier and he was saying it wasn't for him. He thought it was just had a bit too much going on. Just yeah. take the penalty kind of. 
yeah but then the fact he did it and it came off the second time was cool but yeah. it's such a fad at the moment that we're seeing so many like yeah. really crappy penalties being missed I'm sorry but do what the first guy for Croatia did and just come down and just whack it whack into it. the corner mm. yeah, like <laughs> I don't know I just can professional footballers who are this good not trust themselves to kick the ball hard and into the corner Instead yeah of, take like, the point. I th- it must be harder to do the, the, the dance the as you're trying to kick waiting for the keeper to go and a lot of them aren't good enough to do it I definitely think if you're in a, it's a standard Premier League game and you're Jorginho and you're good at it and you're not overly nervous, I kind of think I, I understand the logic of, well, if you wait for the keeper to go, then you're guaranteed to score yeah, by but why running do the it keepers in. Go? But well, it's hard not to, you know, it's it must Jorginho be hard not who to. does the same thing every time. Why? So, uh, every, one in ten times, he'll just hit it normally and then you're like, oh, I was waiting for him to go. But I think if you're under a lot of pressure, it's a harder yeah. skill to execute. A World Cup final, I would think, listen, Definitely, got to be feeling the whole world is on your face as we wait for VAR, as we wait for complaining, as the whole thing takes about five ten minutes in a shootout. The first, the Japanese, the first penalty taker, number ten for Japan, was up there for three minutes before he got got to kick the penalty with the referee arsing around. Like you know what I mean? He knew he was going to miss straight away. Like there's too much going on in it, perhaps if you're super nervous. But um, yeah, I guess it's it's uh, fat at the moment for sure. Pele, then everybody's Jorginho. Sorry. Yeah. Pele's family say he has not been moved to palliative care. Reports had circulated last week and over the weekend suggesting he was in end of life care. But in, 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 in an interview last night, his daughter said this wasn't the case. They say they're confident he will return home from hospital when his condition improves. He has, of course, been receiving treatment for colon cancer. Warren Gatland, meanwhile? He is the new Wales head coach. He replaces Wayne Pivak, who leaves the role after a really poor run in the Autumn Nation series that included a shock defeat to Georgia and also losses to Australia and New Zealand. Gatland previously, of course, was in charge of Wales for 12 years. That was between 2007 and 2019. He'll lead them into the World Cup next year and there's also an option to go through until the next tournament in 2027. His first First game will be against Ireland. That's in the Six Nations in Cardiff in the spring. Of course it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> is there anything sure that his first game is against Ireland? In Cardiff. And that, and that Wales will be ready. Yes. Yeah. It will uh, be a sold out Cardiff. It will be a Welsh team believing all is possible. Yeah. So it does change the prospects, I think, for Welsh rugby next year, just because they have that ability to be inspired. On the other hand, it also speaks to the paucity of ideas in Welsh rugby. Structurally, the thing is a mess. Yeah. You've got a bunch of people in a room and one of them said, is there anything to be said for another Warren Gatland <laughs> stint? Yeah, well, in fairness, the first stint wasn't too bad. Or no. well, I don't know, was it a stint in two halves or whatever? Because he obviously took a couple of breaks and stuff, but he was only there once as, a te- as technically as coach, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. But, very much um, so. And managed to win yeah, three like Grand if, Slams, if, if, four Six Nations, World Cup semi-final. I mean, it was extraordinary. And Wales more than any team in the history of the world tend to win a Grand Slam out of nowhere when you think that they're absolute, they're not even a contender. Like, and Gatlin's perfect for that. It wouldn't surprise me at all. You just have to think, there's, has, there's a logical part, of you, that's the part of your brain that just knows what Wales do. And there's the other part of your brain that's logical and just thinks like, they probably don't have the players at the moment. No. <laughs> you know, and they're relying on an older generation of players that hasn't been, there hasn't been that rebirth or that re- rejuvenation. So, you know, Ireland will have to, like, Ireland surely will look at this a little bit more cool-headed than us and think, 
right, this is still the same team that we're placing. You know, we have to be wary that they have a good coach who will have them up for it and it will be in a raucous Cardiff, etc., etc. but we're a better rugby team. Mm. Uh, the, the, the scared fan who's seen it all before yeah. certainly thinks otherwise. It makes things more interesting as well. I, I mean, I quite hope Eddie Jones stays on for that reason as well. Gatland, Eddie Jones. I mean, that's the cast of characters I want for a Six Nations. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, Anne-Marie, good news from South Africa? Yeah, South Africa's World Cup winning wing Spoo Nkosi has been found safe and sound. The Vodacom Bulls have confirmed today he had been reported missing by them after being absent without leave for three weeks. So much concern, but thankfully he's been found safe and sound. Back to World Cup, the Raheem Sterling situation, dreadful. Yeah, Raheem Sterling's England teammates have reportedly put security guards on 24-hour alert following a robbery at the Chelsea Forwards home. Surrey police are currently investigating a burglary at Sterling's house. His manager, Gareth Southgate, said on Sunday night that the 27-year-old had returned to England from their camp in Qatar to be with his family. He then missed their 3-0 win over Senegal. It was initially reported that an armed robbery had taken place while Sterling's family were in the home. A statement then from police today say they were contacted just before nine o'clock on Sunday. Saturday after the occupants of the property came home and discovered a number of items including jewellery and watches had been stolen. It's not yet clear whether Sterling who scored in England's opening game against Iran will return for Saturday's quarter final against France. Horrific. We're now at a point for these players and it's so grim to say it where they probably feel year round if they're playing a match they have to have security at their home, especially if their family are there. Oh, yeah, it's a big part of the FA's preparations as well when they go to tournaments, the security operations that are in place back home. But what happened here? You'd have yeah. to well, we don't know. We'll, it's we'll, obviously we'll probably find out in time, but it's so grim. Like, I mean, this is the... How many times has we, have we heard something like this? Obviously, the initial report sounded a lot scarier than it ended up being, which mm-hmm. is like a burglary and... You know, that's it's terrible there. in itself. But yeah, thankfully his family were. I think Angel Di Maria's family never quite recovered from his home being burgled in Manchester. Mm. It was one of the reasons family was just keen to get out of there because it is a traumatic thing. Uh, so I don't know. It's uh, it's just uh, appalling, really. But the the fact that the two situations are quite different is a little bit strange as well. Like you'd hope that Sterling didn't get incorrect information that his family had been in the house or anything like that. And police in Surrey came out to um, confirm the situation today. Yeah. Like, you just hope that he got the correct information and didn't make... I'd say he did. I mean, I I, I can't imagine that the first second you hear the news, the first thing you don't do is phone your partner and talk to the people involved. So I suspect he knew what had happened, but probably still wanted to get home, you know? Yeah. It's still worrying, though, that the reports of an armed robbery while the family were there were made in the press this morning. And it seems like that wasn't correct. Yeah. Worrying. Well, just the misinformation in the press. Where do you want to start on that? Uh, these it, things happen, it just, I It's just the situation seems unfortunate. Mm. The, the football thing. side of it, I know, is way less important, but I think he's lost his place now. I think it'll be very... I think given the performance last night, I think it'll be very, I think Rashford might even be ahead of him. You know, I, like I, I think he'll go with 
Foden, Kane and Saka again and how could you not after that yeah. performance last night and then Rashford is the foreign player to come off the bench then it's not going to be Sterling yeah. now I know Saka, Saka has a lot of belief in him and he won't want to punish him for going home for you know when his house was robbed to look after his family but just from a football point of view I Momentum. think it was almost a, mm. it was the he hasn't played in the last two games now I, th- I can't see him getting back in and that's not to mention Grealish there was certainly a moment last night when England were playing their best stuff and they were two or three nil up and they were just looking absolutely phenomenal and then it cut to the bench and you saw just this array of talent Yeah, that you did think to yourself they're going to win the World Cup they're this not. time they're going to look they've as good a chance as they've ever had in our lifetimes yes by a they distance. could be the second best team in the World Cup they really could <laughs> I think if they'll beat France they'll win it there's every chance oh, they'll I, get yeah. so much out of that yeah. beating Mbappe beating the world champions because when they're going forward they're just devastating but they've never, they, like Southgate has never come up against a top team. Top nation. Italy well, was the closest and I don't think Italy are a top team. They didn't qualify for the World Cup. They never, Belgium, that wasn't a real game the time when they played them in no the World Cup. No great shakes, Belgium. And look at them. No, but they, they, that, was a, like, that was a good Belgium team four sure. years ago. But they was, they, two of them were true. Look, when Kyle Walker mauls Kylian Mbappe next Saturday, you can come back to me. It I was really we just, big we don't for know them until. <laughs> know, to beat Germany last year. Yeah, Germany just on the way out. But yeah, that yeah, was the best it was, team, it was wasn't the, it, Jen? It was the biggest statement they've made, this Southgate team beating that German side. But they'll say that they had to play what was on their side of the draw. Mm. They've had some lucky draws. France in the quarterfinal is a touch unlucky. So yeah. I can't wait for this game already. Philippe Claire is going to join us uh, very shortly to chat about it and chat about France and uh, Mbappe, amongst other things. You've got some Jordan Henderson for us? Yeah, in that 3-0 win over Senegal, Jordan Henderson became the oldest ever England player to score in a World Cup knockout game for them. The 32-year-old broke the deadlock to score for Gareth Southgate side in the 39th minute. That was after a poor enough start to the game. Harry Kane and Bakayo Saka then also found the back of the net in what was a comfortable enough win in the end. That sets them up for a quarter-final showdown with France. Here is the Liverpool midfielder speaking to ITV after the game. I thought it was a good performance, to be fair. Um, I thought it was a strong performance. A couple of half chances I think they had early doors, but I think from, from after that we took control of the game. Once we scored the goal, I thought it went from strength to strength and it was a really professional performance. Clean sheet is big and I thought the desire without the ball was really good tonight. So. Um, a lot of positives, but still room for improvement. What's it like for you to make a frontline contribution here at this tournament? Um, for me, it's to make a contribution to the team is to sacrifice everything, give everything when I'm out there playing, keep the intensity and edu- energy levels high, you know, work as hard as I possibly can without the ball and try and help others around us do the, do the same. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy, but I can still improve. I can still be better in certain moments within the game. But it's nice to, to be on the pitch to contribute, yeah. Are England playing at a, a quality level that they've that is higher than previous tournaments you've been part of? Um, I think the last few performances have been... Well, to be fair, all of the performances have been very good, um, certainly in moments of games. But the biggest thing for me in the last few is the defensive pressure without the ball has been really really good and that's um, that's something we need to keep going especially in the next game because they're a world-class team with world-class players and you need to be spot on um, without the ball and with the ball um, so everything needs to be spot on for us to have a chance of winning. It was a great goal obviously largely down to Bellingham there is something very appealing about 
midfield runner not breaking stride to finish chance just had that yeah, smooth it was a great goal it was a beautiful goal yeah. yeah I was actually very happy for Henderson I have to say I think he was written off basically before the World Cup but now he's fought, he's in the starting team now unless so. they go to five at the back I think he's in there for the rest of the tournament it does look that way and the fact even that he was taken off just to rest up suggested yeah. further involvement uh, breaking news Anne-Marie Cristiano Ronaldo has not completed a deal to sign for Al Nassar in Saudi Arabia okay just there just there. Now, I still can't tell you much about the Seth Green goalkeeper, but that is one of your questions answered. So where is he off to? Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we should finish, by the way, Shane Walsh. Oh, yeah. He seems to like Crow Park. Yeah, beautiful performance yesterday from Footballer of the Year nominee Shane Walsh put on another masterclass, as you say, in Croke Park. The Galway man kicked nine points in a man of the match performance as Kilmacud Croaks beat the Downs of Westmeath by seven points in the end to retain their Leinster Club Senior Football Championship title. Croaks led by 11 at half time. Walsh scored six of them. The game was over really by then, despite a good effort by the Downs. It was way too much for them to do. Kilmacud will now play Kerens O'Rahillies or Newcastle West in the semi-finals in the new year. Elsewhere then over the weekend Croaks lost the hurling decider to reigning champions Ballyhale Shamrocks 222-219. Antrim's Dunloy were crowned Ulster hurling champions. That was after a 212 to 16 points win over Schlock Neil. And Galway champions Moy Cullen won their first ever Connacht senior football crown. They beat Sligo's Turlestran by six points at Pierce Stadium. If Kilmacud were to get to the All-Ireland final and Moy Cullen, Sean Kelly, Galway captain, would pick up Shane Walsh. Be an interesting mm. narrative. Tasty. Yeah. Moy Cullen good? Yeah, they'd have an awful lot to do now to beat Glenn or Kilku, but um, they're on a bit of a run, they're on a momentum, yeah. They'd fancy their chances. But yeah. that'd be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah Shane. Yeah. Shane Walsh, nine points. And man of the match. <laughs> I know. It's something sits wrong with it though, doesn't there? But I don't know. It's yeah. not, not not for Shane Walsh. I mean, Brazil he's have just scored again, Richarlison. 29 minutes. Uh, it was uh, an easy finish. He was in one-on-one and he just opened out his body and slid it uh, low into the far corner. Celebration so far yet to take off. Brazil, England, France. Thought Argentina were very good the other night. I didn't. Did you not? No. Don't no. rate Argentina at all. No, I think Argentina are in trouble. Yeah, I don't. I don't really agree. I have to say, I think. Uh, yeah, possibly. I don't know. It'll depend what happened against Holland. But anyway, the, the teams are starting to find a little bit of form, which was suggested would happen in the mid-season tournament with no uh, with it's, no I mean, time. It's, it's full of big names, isn't it? Argentina are definitely playing differently than they were earlier in the tournament. So oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they haven't been as impressive, but they're definitely looking like a little bit more of a cohesive unit, I suppose. Ah, mm. oh, this time, the coach is involved in the... It look, is it, was he doing like a chicken dance with Richarlison? <laughs> this is better than the football. So they did their initial in the nightclub jumping around bit and then they ran over to Chiche. Cheche? Yeah, and he did some kind of a chicken dance with Richarlison. Richarlison did three keepy uppy headers in a row (laughs) in the build up to this goal. Yeah, samba football for this goal. (laughs) Tim Vickery will explain all on the celebration front, I'm sure. He's with us at half past nine. Uh, Brazil look very, very good here, it must be said. Uh, 29 minutes gone, they are 3 0 up. Anne Marie, thank you very much. Are you with us for the week? Tomorrow. Okay. That's it. See you tomorrow. Michael McCarthy, bring your questions tomorrow. Whatever you want, I got the answers. Text uh, us. Michael McCarthy, thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers.